How come only one of the muffs works? Because I can only hear through the left one. There's no sound on the right. Yeah. There's nothing on the right. Hello. Hello. Okay. Wait. Okay. Why are you nervous? I don't know. You'd be great. Okay. You're great. I'm Charlotte, Caddy and Donna's 16 year old daughter. That doesn't smile. sound right. Smile. Smile when you speak. Because otherwise, people will hear that you're not smiling. All right. Home Office App and Podcast Network. Couple of days. Tuesday. August 23rd. Hang on. Oh, okay. But you can't be moving around. You got to stand in the same spot. I Your do. Your levels will be different. Okay. Um, what's wrong? I don't know. This is scary. <laughs> huh? My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. Put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. We have conversations about current events and pop culture and trends and social media and music, specifically country music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. And for Donna, the first third of this episode, we have a very, very special guest. I'm Charlotte. I'm 16 years old. I'm Caddy and Donna's daughter, and I am officially an only child. Donna is late getting back from Knoxville after we moved our 19-year-old daughter, Olivia, into the University of Tennessee this weekend, where she's going to be a freshman this fall semester. I came back Sunday night. Donna was to be back around lunchtime today, I think, maybe a little after. She just she refused to say goodbye and get in the car and drive off. All right, maybe Mama do a sweep. You know Mama's coming oh, home. Oh, I know. I told you before we started recording. This episode, I said, listen, when we start, mama's going to come home while we are recording. She'll, she'll pull in literally from Knoxville as we're recording what we're getting ready to do right here. I said, so this is your last chance to do a sweep through your room and pick up anything that you, 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 you need to pick up, throw away anything you need to throw away. And uh, she's getting ready to walk in the door and she'll join us uh, here in just a few minutes. Olivia went up early, about a week early, because she's part of a program where she had to be up there for, for orientation, not for being a freshman, but for orientation about the Ignite program. It's uh, volunteer hours that she gets a, a break on her tuition, out-of-state tuition, because she volunteers uh, in the state of Tennessee. She's been gone for a week. You are an only child because, Will, your brother lives in Knoxville as well. Will's 23 years old. Olivia's now a student at UT, and you're here with mom and I. I always have had Olivia and Will in the house, and even when Will went to college, she came back home for like two years. So I always had Olivia and Will, and I feel kind of left out because, you know, they're both in the same place, and I'm just down here. When did the family shift to Vols? Will's always cheered for Tennessee. Mom is in shock. She's she a Georgia graduate. She's, of course she is. No. She's, she'll never recover from this. And no one looks good in orange, as we see on the podcast. I would love to go to UJ, but I don't think I would get in. It's very competitive at my school. So. Well, it's very competitive everywhere to get into Georgia. But if you, if you, if you don't try, you'll never know. Yeah, all my other schools were in Texas. What were you looking at there? Uh, 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 the, the TCU and? UT at Austin. Why, why Texas? A&M was one of my top schools, and then everyone That's told a me. big school. Everyone's always like a cult. Like, I don't know if you have like Aggie listeners or anything, but like if you tell someone like TCU is your top, I mean, A&M is your top school, they're either going to be like, oh my God, I love A&M, or they're going to be like, no, don't go there. It's a cult because they're just crazy. In, in, in one week, the biggest difference now that, that you're the only child. We do laundry. We put um, all of our clothes out on the dining room yeah. table. Mm -hmm. And usually like there's like five piles of clothes. And, like, no one, like, claims ownership to them. And then when Olivia left, 
all the piles were gone. So you, you could actually sit and eat at our dining room table for the first time in years. Biggest difference was definitely the laundry change. Well, for me, me as well, since I do laundry. It's, and we're down to about one load a day. And Fudge sleeps with me every night now, which I don't like. Well, Fudge is going to Tennessee. Fudge is going to Knoxville. That's something that is a big deal. I mean, we're losing a cat. How do you feel about that? Sad. Really? Well, so Fudge actually like smells really bad. So like I'm actually kind of glad. But then like I know when he leaves, I'm going to be like. His tooth smells. Yeah, his tooth. one tooth. Yeah. We call him Toothless. Are you upset that Fudge is moving? I was, and now I'm, and then I wasn't, and now I feel like I'm in the middle. Like I feel like Fudge has grown up in a very, um, like he's been in the same place his whole life. Like I feel like he's just moving to a very different area, and that's kind of scary for him. He's going to live in a house. He's going to be inside. He's not an outside cat. He's an I mean, cat. an apartment, which is fine. This is not, it's not a diss on the apartment, but it's a smaller space for him. And you know, he's a drama queen. Like he's a drama king. Well, it smells really, really bad. He does. So. He does. He's always I'm had an odor glad. issue. Like when I'll be in the middle of the night, and we're going to be down one litter box. By the way. That is true. Oh, my God. We're going to go from three litter boxes to, to two, two. Because every cat must have a their very own personal litter box, we've been told. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and you can just smell his breath. Like, he's like, yeah. <sighs> it's disgusting. Um, how do you suspect the next two years will go with you being the only child here? Um, I think it's going to be a lot low stress, especially because I can drive now. Like, you know, like, the upstairs as a whole, like, it's very, like, Will's there, Olivia's there, and then I was at the end of the hallway. And so it's going to be different change because like we were always like really close together. Like room wise, our rooms are pretty close together. Like me and Will's rooms were connected like through the bathroom. So it's going to be weird not having like your sweet mate. Yeah. Yeah. But Will's not been here yeah. for two years. But well, now like and now Olivia was like my, you're the only, mate, you're the will. only resident in the upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the scariest part. It's just like me and the cats, which is like really sad. It sounds sad, that, yeah. No, it does. It's just me and my cats. Yeah. Three, me and my three they, cats. They sleep in my bed every yeah. night. Yeah. And one has horrible breath. It's Stink two, it up. His two smells. Charlotte has tested positive for COVID-19 for a third time. And you came home from school, was it uh, Wednesday or, or, or Thursday morning? Yeah, because you wanted me to go back to school today, but I had five days, so... You, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. So were you sick before you got it this third time? So what'd you feel like? Okay. So I have, I saw this on TikTok and this is so true. Like on Wednesday I woke up and my throat was kind of sore and like you like, whenever you get a sore throat, like you always take for granted the days you had a healthy throat. And then when you get a sore throat, you're like, I would do anything to get my regular, like healthy throat back. And so like, I woke up on Wednesday, and I was like, I'll be fine. Like, it'll go away. And then on Thursday, I woke up, and I was like, mm. And so, like, I sat through pre-calc, and then I, like, almost fell asleep. And then I woke up, and then I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't do this. And my friend, I was walking out of class, and she was like, you know, I just recovered from COVID. And I was like, damn, like, I forgot COVID was a thing. And, like, I was like, you listen to I was like, is that on the table? And I went to the nurse, and I told her, I was like, I feel like I have COVID. And she looked at me dead in the eye, and she goes, okay. She's like, maybe... She was like, do you think you can go through the school day? And I was like, what? I was like, did you just ask me to go through the school day, even if I think I have COVID-19? I was like, <coughs> she's like, do you have a fever? And I was like, yeah, what? She was like, okay, well, if you do have COVID, you don't have to tell anyone. And I was like, what? What? Which is totally against the policy that has been that, in like, place, not just for you guys, but for every school in America and every business in America and every person in America. And that is you alert the people, what do they call it? The contact tracing, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the, the the third one, you know, it was like a trio of things. I just, I was like, I almost fell over. Like she, and then the third thing she goes, and if you don't have a fever, then come back to school. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
what? I was like, are you kidding me? So I got in my car, drove to the testing thing, maybe sign all this stuff, which I hope I didn't like sell my identity away. If you did, we'll fix it. But did you do the swab, the nose swab? Yeah. And it, you know, and like it used to be with the nose swab, they like stuck it up there and was they like, they thought they had to. Yeah. Like mixing, mixing. Yeah. It was, cake, yeah, it was, uh, like a, it was a mixing bowl. Yeah. Like they were digging for gold. It hurt. It was like painful. better than like you could dig for gold in your own nose. They just kind of went like, doo, 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 yep. doo, doo, done. Doo. Yep. And then he took it out and he put in the thing and he was like, all right, just drive up. He drives up. And then when he comes to like, tell me if I'm negative or positive, he's walking towards me and he has like this iPad. There's like this woman and I'm like, he's about to tell me I'm positive. And he walks up and puts some He's like, sweetheart, I got bad news for you. And I was like, and he was like, you got the COVID. And he holds up the iPad and the nurse practitioner is on the iPad. Like she's, she's on FaceTime and she's like, all right, sorry I couldn't be there in person. I'm working from home today, but like. But your insurance is going to pay me full boat for this visit, yeah. this test. She was like, "You should be good in like five days. Like, just tell anyone you were with." And I was like, "Well, my school." Like in my head, I was like, "Well, my school nurse just told me to uh-uh. go back. Like, uh-uh. I wasn't even supposed to be home today. You wanted me to go back to school, but it's not that I didn't want you to be home. I think that you need to get back to school. Well, I'll be back tomorrow, everyone. So if you're awaiting my return, yeah, don't survived. hold your breath. They survived. I'll be there tomorrow. Of the three times that you've had it. Which was the most, um, not painful, but w- w- which was the worst as far as illness and, and, and lack of sleep and loss of smell and whatever else you get? I've never had it. I would say the first time because the first time I got it was back in July of last year and it was right before I got my vaccine. You remember this. I, yeah. got, I got my first shot of my vaccine and then I got COVID. Like I had COVID while I was getting my first shot of the vaccine, but I didn't know I had it. And I got it from my friend's quinceanera. And, like, a bunch of us went down, and it was just, like, it felt like you had the flu. I was getting ready to walk in the door. Oh, shit. Charlotte's going to take Donna's slot this episode on the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Mama Bear's going to walk in the door at any moment as she arrives from from Knoxville. And we're going to have a, a changing of the guard ceremony, and Charlotte's going to exit. Or you can, you can stay if you like. And then Donna will come in, and we'll complete the episode. Still to come this episode. Uh, selections for the Hype Song playlist. Um, I owe an apology and a correction following last episode when I told a less than desirable story about a particular country artist. And I was listening to the episode myself on upload day last Thursday. And I said to myself, self, that's not who did that. I'll identify the correct country artist who pulled this shit. Did you just tease your own mistake? Yes. That's that's what daddy does. Daddy teases for a living. Plus big news coming in Thursday's episode about the future of this podcast. Why is it sad? You just, Would you, you not hang around? You, did, did you listen? You hadn't listened. Uh, what else? And uh, Donna, and of course, her, her emotional weekend as she said farewell. Donna's a texter. Donna will text you morning, noon, night, midnight. If you text Donna, Chances are, rather than return the text with a simple answer, yes, no, uh, apples, oranges, um, Thursday, Wednesday, you know, a simple answer that that might be warranted from the question that you asked via text, she picks up the phone. That's the reason you send text messages, so you don't have to talk on the phone. There's no need to call me. Just because I text you a question doesn't warrant a a phone call. Well, my favorite thing from this weekend was about, like, on Saturday, about, like, 11 p.m., the storms were, we're really here, bad yeah, in North Fulton County. And so and we're in Knoxville. I was at home and I was passed out asleep with Roscoe. Okay, but not, not because of, of Sally. Of, of, of well, a, no, a, I mean, alcohol. the rain knocks you out. I mean, I was, 
Okay. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I'm like, I'm like half asleep. I'm going into dreamland. And then I don't know if you guys ever heard this, but you can, ew, but you can ping your phone like from find my iPhone and it makes, okay. And it makes a sound. And so I'm like asleep and I guess mom had called me. And then like two minutes later, my phone starts dinging. Dude. Then you start to ding. What's it sound like? Stop What's it sound like when it dings? Stop farting. Is it like a, uh, is it like a, uh, ding! Like a, <laughs> that peaked the monitors, the, the, the levels there. Apologies to everyone listening. Um, why did she do this? Because she wanted to make, wake you up to tell you about the storm? Because she thought I was like duck and covering or well, something. Well, let me tell you what's going on at this exact moment on my end, because I'm in the hotel room with your mother when this is going down. I'm, I'm looking at a radar app as she is pacing, pacing in the hotel room. We're not there. Charlotte's by herself. What are we going to do? I said, there's nothing we're going to do. I said, she's probably asleep. I said, she, she's ducked and covered right now. She's already ducked and covered. So don't worry about it. By the way, looking at the radar, I'm like, I'm colorblind. Don't ever rely on me for a forecast. But especially the time of severe weather. But I said, I, I don't think any of this is red. And it wasn't. It was, you know, there, there was some pretty heavy rain, but it wasn't tornadic activity. Tornadic. I like that. It's a big word. A big so, word. That's so a big word. Charlotte and I compared stories last night at dinner about text messages that we've received from Donna or mom. And about how Donna will call you out about your response to a question that she's texted you. If she thinks you're being snitty, she will assign you emotion in your response. That's not even there in the three words that you respond to answer her question that she originally texted you. She will assign you anger. What else? What are some other emotions? Mama will assign you. You seem bitter. And with that response, what are you talking about? You seem mad was the one I got. What are you talking about? It's this words. How, how, how can you identify the emotion that I put in that response, because there is no emotion. Question was, do your cleats fit? Yeah, because you're getting ready mark. to play softball. Okay. Do your cleats fit okay? Question mark. Yes, mom. Exclamation point. That sounded mean. I was just checking. How does that sound mean? How does that sound mean? Mm. Yes, mom. A two-word response with an exclamation point, by the way, which I would think accents your enthusiasm and excitement, right? To the Spotify Hype Song playlist, Charlotte gets Mama Bear slot. Charlotte gets uh, Donna's slot on the Spotify Hypes on Playlist, this episode of the Cadillac Jack My Second Night Podcast, and you're going with Mr. Morgan Wallen. Still going down is the name of the song Charlotte's adding. Still going down is the song. So you and mom went to the Morgan Wallen, one of his two sold-out shows at Lakewood Amphitheater here in Atlanta. 20,000 fans each night. Biggest concert you've been to by far in your lifetime. You've been to several. I mean, you've been to a lot of I went to Ariana Grande. Okay, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. <laughs> but a big crowd, though. So no, no, show. no. I mean, it was huge. It was huge. Like, I mean, the lawn was like person to person to person to person. It was crazy. I mean, Lakewood is hell, but Morgan was fantastic. Like, I mean, he is just so freaking hot. Like, his songwriting is hot. Yes, he's hot. He's a hot him. artist. Charlotte, Charlotte. we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Charlotte. He's like, he's a hot artist right now. He is. He's got uh, the number one album in America for a seventy so seventh week, so consecutive hot. week. Um, 
Compare it to other concerts you've been to. You, you've been to Brooks and Dunn when you were a little kid. You've been to a lot of country shows because mommy and daddy worked in country radio. Yeah. Um, Ariana Grande. What what other shows? Oh, I saw Panic! Jonas the Disco. Brothers, Panic! at the Disco in Nashville. I saw Panic! at the Disco in Nashville. That was crazy. Yeah. Those were like my. Those have been like my three concerts that I've been like as like a teenager, if you will. Like I was like thirteen when we saw Panic. Well, like a 20 thirteen when I saw Ariana. Your early teenager days. I feel like I've seen someone in between them. Oh, I saw Laundry Day with, which is like a really underground like indie band with my friend Stephanie for my birthday. Where'd you go, Friday? Aisle Five. Where? Aisle Five. Where is that? Was shady as hell. Okay. Uh, but um, it's like right down the street from Five Points. Where, Little Five Points. No, it's it's near there. Like it's right down the. It's on the same street as Variety Playhouse. Did you get offered drugs? Actually, be honest. well, so I was in the, you know, you have to like wait outside in order to get in. Her dad was with us, but like there was this guy who was, yeah, he was like a street vendor. A street vendor is what you kids call them these days. Well, a street I mean, vendor to no, no, your no, mom no, and dad is somebody who's honking. Who like sells a, hot dogs. No, I know. But like, I don't, is that grammatically? That's the right word. I mean. But he's selling dope or drugs or something. Yeah, but I mean, grammatically, a street vendor is someone who sells something on a street. Okay. All right. So, I mean, he's right. Biggest moment for the concert. For you. Um, definitely when he came out into like the lawn. He didn't necessarily come out into the lawn, but he came from the center stage of Lakewood to the two hundreds. And I thought that was cool because I think he sang Cover Me Up during that. And so it was just kind of a very like slow, casual song. Also it was really nice when he brought out like Hardy and they like jammed and it was like I took me to Jared. Jared. I, yeah, am I allowed to say this? But I actually wasn't a big fan of Hardy. I don't know if that's going to be controversial. No, sorry. I listened to him. Your mom loves him. I I love him on the radio. Like I think he's a great songwriter and an artist. But on stage, I just couldn't rock with him. Like I just wasn't vibing with him. Like he would sing a song and then he would stand on stage and talk about something from when he was like three years old for ten minutes. And I'm like, dude. Just sing your song. Sing, like, sing a hit. You're the sing opener. You're not Morgan yeah, Long. You don't get, you you're don't get the opener. Sh- yeah. Morgan doesn't even chat a whole lot anymore. No, he doesn't. But that was because he got like crap for it. But yeah, no, Hardy was saying he was like, he was like, I got so drunk last night. I'm about to tell you the best story ever. And I was like, oh my God. Play a song, dude. Play a song. Do you find, no. do you find him a handsome? Hardy? No. Okay. Not your mama at all. does. Your mama does. He looks like musty. Like he looks like. Musty, like just the adjective. Like, have you? He done? looks musty. Yes. Right, there's an alt episode title for this episode. <laughs> he M M U S T Y. Yes. Like he looks like he just rolled out of like he does. the mud. Yeah. Like yes. he was wearing jorts. Right. Like let's let's talk about this. Let's okay. unpack this. Like he's wearing an unbuttoned Braves jersey, which is like fine. Every artist does that when you come to Atlanta. Like, get original though. Like, come on. Well, you're not going to wear a Falcons jersey for God's sake. Yeah, so. or you could wear like a major league soccer. I mean, like, Atlanta I don't United. know, but yeah, like, at least true. make it like a premium, like all star jersey. You know, like that's my thing. And then he he wears like, and then I don't know what he was wearing under. He was wearing like a tank top. And I yeah, was that's like, what he wears. That's what he always wears. You could like see his chest yeah, hair. Sweaty, <laughs> Your, like, mama, your mama loves it's him. painful. Like the chest hair. I was like, I just want to take a razor. Yeah. And then he's wearing like 10 inch inseam jorts. And I'm like. 10 inch oh inseam my God. jorts. I love it. I was like, oh my God. Like they went over the knee. I'm like, at that point, just let me take scissors. Like let me take scissors and cut them. Because that is atrocious and that is a crime against society. You want to woo woo. You can woo woo. But like. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? Just like. 
love who you love, whatever, do your thing. Like, if he's hot, he's hot, whatever. I mean, but if you find Hardy attractive after going to that Atlanta concert and seeing him in 10-inch and seeing jorts, go to therapy and figure out what's going on there. What is considered appropriate right now with the inseam on the on the, the what, what are they called the I mean, uh, no it wasn't sugar necess- shorts, it whatever? wasn't necessarily the inseam it was just the fact they were George and then the ten inch inseam just kind of added like a whole other other layer over the kneecap yeah all of my friends wear five point fives which is like up to your mid thigh okay the guys at my school wear like four inch like we'll stop there no no stop there the dress code policy is seven inch inseam or seven inch yeah you have to have a seven for, inch for guys inseam. and girls. For, yeah, for guys and girls. But every guy I'm friends with at my school wears five inch inseam, and they don't get dress coded. You show your shoulders as a girl, you get written up. Well, but the, for a guy, for a, a male teenager, that's that's a half, half. You're going from seven to four, four, five. five. Yeah. My thing with like fives Ooh, is if you get the that. wrong fit, then they bunch up when you stand up, and then they go to like two point fives, and it just like blinds over your windows yeah, when like, you pull the string. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Things are exposed that shouldn't yes, be. Yes, yes. And it hugs everything. All and I'm right. like, stop. Okay. Charlotte, thank you for like, stepping in for your mother. Pull your shorts down. Like, no one wants to see that. Maybe hey. someone does, but it's not me. Act right. Your mom is here. Your mom's here. Donna has arrived from Knoxville, Tennessee. And uh, Charlotte, you're out. Unless you like to stay, you can stay if you like, right? I'm okay. I got a lot of homework to do. Okay. All right. 16 year old. She's a star. She did great in the, uh, the first. Uh, I can't first wait. Portion. I can't wait to hear it. Hi, Charlie. Make sure your um, softball bag is packed. Do you have gas Hi, in your guys. car? Okay. Bye bye. Do you have gas in your car? Bye, guys. Food bye. On, food on your lunch account. How many emails do you get about your lunch account being low? A lot. I get a lot. Well, I finally went back to doing that auto debit. Like when it just gets too low, just just take it. Just take our money. Take everything. Take it all. What do you need? As long as what do you want? Kids got to get fed. Better than like packing a lunch. We you did that. Well, we both did that for years. When they're younger, you're all about packing a lunch. When they get older, you're just like, I can't take anymore. I cannot pack another lunch. Grab Except, some toasted cheese crackers. Oh my god! Especially if you have multiple kids, and you know, at the end of the year, like if you pack a lunch, you're like, they're lucky if they get like a rogue marshmallow and a pack of peanut butter cheese crackers because you've just okay. Like I told you the other day, I give out on seasons. I give out on these type of things. I have given out on lunches. And can I just say one more thing? While we're on a roll, we are one week in to the new school year, uh-huh. and the school that Charlotte goes to has already started their capital campaign, and they want 100% participation. It's like, we, most of us just sent people off to college, like, and, and they're trying to build a new library or something. It's like, What's okay. A, what, 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 a new library? Or whatever. Turf a field or something. Well, what happens if you don't participate? Well, then they're at 99.9%, and they call you out. That you're no, the, don't. you're the, yes, you're the point fiver who didn't get them to the turf. And they're amping their game this year. They're giving out a, um, if, as soon as your parents donate, you get added to the dress down day wall. It's like, are you kidding me? They get to dress down. They don't have to wear a uniform, but they don't wear a uniform here anyway. But I think they can wear like something with a rogue 
banned or something on it. I don't know. I'm just so mad about this. This is not the time for a capital campaign. A capital campaign comes like, uh, probably like, I would say not January because you're broke from Christmas. I'm going to say February, March, prior to spring break, when you're kind of happy. The sun's out. You're kind of getting near the end of the year. You haven't committed your funds to spring break yet. And you're 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 in a giving mood. You're, you're in a giving mood. You're not flush with cash. You're not but yeah. in a more giving mood than you're you would be. You're in a more giving mood. January 3rd. Or right now when everybody has sent people off different places. I owe an apology and a correction. Following the last episode Thursday episode of the Cadillac Jack Mike Second Act podcast, I told a story, called someone out. Uh, oh dear. About using COVID-19 and a recent outbreak in the band of COVID to uh, being, being the, 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 the cause for a cancellation of a meet and greet at a recent concert promoted by the radio station that I work for the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack weekday afternoons three to seven on the beer 92.5. Last episode, if you heard the story, you heard me say, call out an artist named Scotty McCreary. He was a fine fellow. He is. He is. He's uh, getting ready to have a baby. He is that as well. <sighs> His first. Well, it turns out it was not Scotty McCreary. It was an artist by the name of Josh Turner and his manager in Nashville that uh, Bullface lied about a, a, a COVID-19 oh outbreak in the band, okay. and, and there would be no meet and greet, but yet uh, there was mm-hmm. a, a pop-up, meet, unscheduled pop-up meet and greet, mm. I assume, and I assume everyone got swabbed, you know, the, the instant swab test, you know, so uh, everybody had to produce a negative test, you, right? You would imagine that had, that was part of the, 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 the protocols for this, this pop-up, sudden Josh Turner meet and greet. I'm honestly like, I'm, I don't want to participate in the segment because you can single-handedly with one swath, piss 10 people off and did not even call out the right person. So I don't know how it happened, but we're, we're going to dinner. You and I are going to dinner and uh, we're listening to the podcast, had a little air check session with uh, the program director. That'd be me. And uh, it was a very short air check session because you're fantastic. You're phenomenal. And, you. and we're listening. And I said, wait a minute. Whoa. I said, did I just say Scotty McCreary? And he said, yes. And I said, oh, wow, no, that's, that, was, that was Josh Turner that threw the impromptu COVID-19-endorsed meet-and-greet at his show in Fayetteville, Georgia. So I apologize to you, Scott McCreary, and shame on you, Josh Turner. All right, that's it. My God. Okay, well, there's that. Don is fresh in from Knoxville, Tennessee, where you spent the past 72 hours at um, uh, campus. No, 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 no. I went up of. Saturday. Okay, all right. Let's start over then. How, long, how many hours, Donna, have you been on the campus of the University of Tennessee? Well, Saturday and Sunday, and I came back all today. Right. Call it 48. Yeah. All right. Um, well, you were there, too. I was. I was. Had a grand time. I don't know what you and Charlotte talked about, because I'm, I'm literally walking into the studio. But right. I want to say to everyone who's listening, um, who is a faithful pod listener, I had so many people, well, four, reach out to ask me how you were, how, if you were, like, how, almost like praying for me, that it was on two levels, that everything was going to go okay, and that I wasn't going to be too sad about Olivia, but also that you were not what? cussing or mad about having, because, you know, you've talked about, this is not nothing, I mean, the listeners are hearing it. There's nothing you've not said, said we're before. In we're in and out. But we're there's nothing that you have not said before. You I don't do like to put things together and everything. And I have to tell you, I was, um, I was very pleasantly surprised. Well, you're very kind. I thought you were um, chipper. Handsome. Yeah, I told you your legs look fabulous and you're short. Funny. Funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you don't need to tell the kids in the dorm all the bad things you did when you were in the dorm. I mean, they, they may not be those kids, you know? Uh, when, when I moved to Olivia's roommate's desk, did you hear that rattle? The glass bottles 
Okay, please stop. Rubbing on one another. I please said stop. to her, I said, that's where you keep your Bartles and James. Is that where they are? Please stop. You could just, they were just shaking that noise as they moved the desk across the, the floor there at uh, Massey Dorm on the campus, beautiful campus of the University of Tennessee. I was feeling bad because, like we've said, she had to go up a week early and kind of do some stuff herself. Um, I was feeling kind of bad for her in a way because it was a lot that she had to do. And usually your parents are there moving stuff in and out. I think it actually kind of worked really well because um, – some of the stuff was done and they want to put stuff where they want. You know, we had a great brunch. We were able to have dinner with Will, which was nice, you know, and like having both of them there. Obviously would have loved to have Charlotte there, but we needed somebody to watch the dogs and she had COVID. Um, Olivia's boyfriend's there. I feel really good about the whole situation, but I am driving away today. I was driving off and I'm cautiously optimistic. And I do not say this because I do not believe in my child because I believe in all our kids. And I know you do too. Sure. However, you know, someone told me a great thing, and it's so true. You can get their dorms and their beds as comfortable as you want with mattress toppers. She had all of that and nice sheets. And, you know, you, you do want them to feel a little bit of your love. I've heard people say people go overboard with this stuff. but your touch. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, you want their beds to be comfortable. But at the same time, if they don't get out of the bed and get themselves across campus, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the room looks like. It doesn't, it doesn't matter any of that. And then I said to well, you. you got to get, if you don't get to class. She's going to be late sometimes, you know, you got to give a little more grace on that. We were late too, but um, it just hit me today. It's not like high school, you know, and, and it's so obvious to anybody. Some of you who, this is your third kid, you're like, well, yeah, Donna, but if it's your first kid, I know you're feeling the way I am. And if you don't have one there yet, you will feel this. But I, you, you forget that in high school, you just need them to get down the hall. You know, I was kind of helping her map out because that's another thing i think they think it's kind of like high school like they're going to show up and there's going to be all these other kids that are going the exact same way they're going you know to get to mrs james english class and meanwhile you have to somehow get yourself from this dorm over to the arts and humanities building which is literally over by the stadium which means you may have to get on a bus or i don't even a trolley or run like hell but i you know i was trying to like okay well let's kind of walk out or map out on this big map, you know, where your classes are, number one, number two, number three. Number, and she was doing that with me. And, she, you know, she was like, I mean, one class ended at 1120 and 1130, she had to be way across campus. And she'll figure all that out. But you also forget when they're adults, how hard it is to do things for them. And there's things that they need to do for themselves, clearly, when they become adults. But there are some things that are just so difficult to explain to them that you just wish you could just like do it. But I mean, yeah, you know, and it's at every campus. You've got to make that stop at the the payment tent because listen, payments were due today at 4.30. Nobody was getting off campus alive without paying their bills today at 4.30. And I just happened to still be on campus because I had decided to stay another day because she had some orientation stuff. And quite honestly, it wasn't probably the best weekend because she was busy a lot of the weekend, but that was good too because we kind of let her have her downtime and you know we did our things. But um, she said to me today, she goes, mom, it was a mess today. Like there were there were tents everywhere and kids and like banners of if you've not paid your tuition and if you had not paid your tuition and you were a kid, you were getting bombarded with emails. And so you know all these kids are calling their parents going, Have you made Mama. Yeah. Mama Daddy. Have you made the payment? Because I mean they're scaring the hell out of these kids. Like you will be dropped. You will be dropped. You know, like so it's just like, oh my God. I was not as sad driving off as I thought I would be. You know, there's just some really cool stuff. You know, I one of the things her and I did before we left is she loves to mountain bike and they have this place called T Rex and it's like the Tennessee Outdoor Recreational. And they have bikes. And they they load the you bikes. You went bike riding today? 
No, 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 no. Oh. But we found all these trips that they do, and they're like $10. And so they give them the bikes, the helmets and everything, and they load them into a van. And they all, the kids and the bikes, and they go to like Cades Cove and, and ride, you know, for like $10. So I think, as we've talked about many times on the podcast, the opportunities for these kids at college now are so amazing compared to us. And all we can do as parents is hope and pray. Yep. And Amen. Amen. Hope it all works out. Susan Clark is a pod peep, writes, uh, Hi, Caddy and Donna. Listening to Tuesday's podcast, happy belated birthday to Donna. Her birthday falls on my anniversary, 33 years. Thank you. It has been eight years since we moved my son into the dorm at NGU, which is North Georgia Georgia, University, for the last time. It gets a little easier, but it's still tough. My daughter did not go away to school, so did not move out until she got married a year and a half ago. She married a Vol, so I know all about not wanting to wear orange. Now, both our kids are out of state. I think it's tougher now since the grandkids are out of state, too. Love the podcast. Susan. Clark. Thank you, Susan. Um, I hear that from a lot of people. I think, you know, I think orange, it is a difficult well, color. No, 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 about oh, grandkids. I yes. think, you know, there are different stages. Well, I just think there's different stages as, as um, people that you go through with your kids and there's the young stages, there's this stage, there's then when they have their own families and, you know, it's just, it's tough. It's just constant goodbyes. During the move-in weekend, you kept a list of things that you wanted to remember on your drive home, which was today. And you are going to reveal this your notes from this very personal diary, this personal journey, in the next episode of the Cadillac Jack, my second night podcast. Cadillac Jack, that'd be Thursday, right? Thursday, August 25th. Correct. Yes, you're right. Then in the next episode, moments from the movie, and plus my first trip to Bucky's in Calhoun, Georgia. Any wow. Bucky's I've never been until we drove up to Knoxville on Saturday. Cadillac Jack, that would be the next Tuesday, right? Week from, from today, if I'm listening on Upload Day, that'd be Tuesday the 30th. No. After Thursday, the next episode of this podcast will be Saturday, August 27th. What? Yes. We are adding an episode that will be exclusive to subscribers of our YouTube page. What we have seen, and we knew this was going to happen. I said, we, we got to tap this gold mine. We've done ourselves a huge disservice by not acknowledging the YouTube machine. It's a members-only podcast episode. Right, you got to be a member of the club. And to do that, it's very simple. Just subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is the only place that you will get these Saturday bonus episodes. They'll drop every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern. They're going to be bite-sized. And by that, we, we're shooting for what, 20 minutes, right? 20, 25 minutes. We're not, we're not going to go full full boat on, on that third episode, the Saturday episode. Yeah, it's just going to be like, and, and it's going to be called One Take, One, to- one Take. That's One Toke. One ta- no, it's not. It's One Take. You sure? I'm positive. I think the theme song, sh- should the theme song be One Toke one to- Over the Line, Sweet Jesus? What is that? What is this? It's, that's not a, is that a hymn? One Toke? One Toke Over the Line, Sweet Jesus. One Toke Over the Line. Okay, I like wait. it. I don't know. You don't know who that is. I don't either. Let me look it up. The Gaithers. <laughs> okay. The Gaithers did not sing One Toke Over the Line. But anyways, this segment is not called One Toke. It's One Take. We don't want to alienate people before they've even joined us, for God's sake. Uh, we were in our hotel in Knoxville. Paramount's beautiful $43 million dual Marriott property. It's a courtyard and a residence in downtown Knoxville steps on the campus. Uh, and YouTube was on the, the, our huge TV in our room. And so we the, hit the thing, the app and, and, and it all, the page pulled up and bam, there's the episodes because about four weeks ago, we began to post every, you know, full episodes of the podcast on the Cadillac Jack YouTube page. So you can, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays at midnight, just like you would go to Spotify or uh, Stitcher or uh, Apple or Google uh, to get your your podcast, 
now you can go to the YouTube page and, and, and consume the Cadillac Jack, my second night podcast here as well. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like this makes sense, but I've had people tell me before, like, you know, if they have to use their phone and they're listening at work, you could pull it up on your computer on uh, YouTube and listen to right, it. And right. you don't have to like tap into your phone or your battery or any of that. Like if you're not listening to it in your car. Okay. Brewer and Shipley wrote one toke over the line. All right. I've got to go to Spotify. Mm-hmm. What's the name of it? One toke. One toke over the line. How do you not know this? Well, you're so. How, how do you know this song? Because I've heard it. One. It was from toke. 1971, okay, and no. it was played on the Lawrence Welk show. Can you imagine? American Brewer and Shipley. Yeah, Brewer and Shipley. What is this? I really don't want to get sued over this. I don't want to go down on this one. Is the theme song for the Saturday episode? Okay. Here we go. Can we get to the course where we get sued? Never heard this one. Oh my god. At a railway station, one toke over the line. Do you think they're talking about like token? Yes. At the railway station. Okay, I, I don't like that. Now, these fellas are, like, nice and sweet. They were on Lawrence Welk. 1971. And we're going hot for gallery furniture. Donna, you lead in three, two, one. Okay, so this happened to me, actually, this weekend. I, um, you know, you don't need, like, full furniture. You need, like, odds and ends things. And so, because... I just needed like a couple of like small tables and I didn't think ahead. I had gone to gallery for some stuff, but there were just some, you know, there's some extra stuff where you're Well, you don't know what's going to fit and what you're going to need more of and what you need less of. So I I went to like this little place that somebody had told me to go to. It's this little furniture store. I have to tell you the odds and ends furniture. It was three, $400 for like a little table with a, and then the ones at Target were completely picked well, over. They're going to last about a week. Yeah, and they're like fifteen dollars. So there's there's no Made in between. Out of cardboard. There's no in between. And what I thought a lot about this is Donna and gallery furniture is the perfect in between. But I don't mean that in a bad way. Like it's completely great high line furniture, but it's not cheap particle board furniture like you have at some big box no, retailers. No, no. And it's not like really, really expensive furniture that's really not that expensive, that's just been marked up. You know, one thing that furniture stores do a lot of, if sometimes they, and a lot of stores do this, they mark things up to make you, like psychologically, feel Think. like it's worth more. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, Donna doesn't do that. Like this is great furniture. And most of it's made in America. And it is great prices so you don't have to worry about it falling apart as soon as you put it together you don't have to worry about it chipping you don't have to worry about paint peeling off and you honestly if you come and pick it up or you have it delivered you don't have to worry about putting anything together it comes put together and placed in your home so i'm just telling you when you're looking for anything from an entire house full of furniture do not think that this is the type of furniture that's going to underwhelm you because it's not and this is not it's not like you have to go to gallery only for odds and ends or lamps or rugs but you have to go to other places for like your nicer nicer furniture no the great thing about gallery is they check all those boxes they can do the really nice i mean some of the tables right now they have bar stools on their instagram site that are absolutely beautiful some of the furniture that they're showing go and follow them on instagram i mean it's like a pinterest board come to life i mean the the 
pieces that they have right now are just beautiful. So don't think that they're only going to like satisfy one side of the coin. They do everything. Looking at the calendar, we uh, got a week left in the month of August. If you celebrate an August birthday in the next seven days on your birthday, go to Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville, and you get 10% off your purchase, excluding mattresses, 10% because everybody celebrates August birthdays, including uh, my Donna, including Ask for Donna, including Ask for Marilyn, Donna's daughter, Wolfman's granddaughter, and the Wolfman himself is a Leo Libra. Leo. Leo. Wolfman born in uh, in August. Birthday bonanza is what's going on. Thank you, Donna and Marilyn and every the entire team at Gallery Furniture Gainesville for your support of this podcast from S1E1, Season 1, Episode 1. Our thanks to Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while, find your awesome. AwesomeAlpharetta.com, our hometown. For their support of this podcast, podcast remains free because of the generous support of our partners like T-Mobile. Home internet, 50 bucks a month for reliable internet. Yes, of the Cadillac Jack, my second night podcast. Lounge around. Properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brands you know depend on and trust Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. Brightmore Healthcare. Thank you and pod peeps now for this episode. Gina Crow is a pod peep. Remember the conversation, Don, about me not knowing Greece, never having seen Greece with John Travolta. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Olivia Newton-John. Olivia John. I couldn't think of the, uh, I thought I was getting confused with, I said, I think, oh, I said, uh, the, the movie where they had the dueling fight in the alley somewhere. Uh, Gina Crow writes The Outsiders, movie about two groups fighting. Now, I believe she's right about that. I was so thinking about West Side Story at the moment. Yes, West Side Story. That was it. Uh, and there is one. Yes, The Outsiders. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Gina Crow, thank you for, uh, for that. Jane from Woodstock, be sure to pass along. Happy birthday love to Donna. And I agree 100% on the working and doing your best. From the podcast episode, uh, recent podcast episode, that was a conversation about uh, quiet quitting. A lot of people reached out about that and said that um, they didn't realize that's what they were doing, that they were glad we gave a name to it because they they were so burnt out, but they couldn't quit their job, but they were tired and tired and tired of being asked to do 15 extra jobs for people, but they had no idea that that's what it's called. So thank you, Jane. She was an American girl. Anita, pop people, Anita. Moved to Cartersville this past weekend, but she found time to reach out about uh, the song Tom Petty's American Girl that you added to the Spotify Hype Song playlist in a very recent episode of the podcast. And I made the comment that uh, when you... Well, there's I, something I, creepy, right? I always think of something. I have negative, creepy, horror story type movie thoughts about that pop into my head when anytime I hear that song. Uh, Anita writes, you are correct. The Tom Petty song was playing in a girl's car as she was pulling up to her apartment, and then she got abducted by some serial killer. I can't remember who, but I think it was Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah, that maybe that was on like Netflix well, or something for a while, was it? That was a song playing in her car when she was pulling up, and then he grabs her, and then I cut uh, Anita's text message off um, oh. by accident. Um, listen, it's also that could be true. My research, though, pulled up Silence of the Lambs. Oh, huh. With uh, would you remember that with Anthony? Uh, whatever. Well, I, it's a Google Hopkins. search, but uh, yeah. Who got to an Oscar? I remember seeing that in the theater, and I was so scared when he had on that little mask. Clarice, remember he like he did that little because he wanted to like eat her like a cannibal. Most serial killers keep some sort of trophies from their victims. I didn't. No, no, you ate yours. Uh, Anthony Hopkins had less than twenty-five minutes of screen time during the entire movie, yet he won an Academy Award for Best Actor. His performance is the Second shortest to win an Academy Award for Best Actor in a, a leading role, starring role. I don't know why this is popping into my head, but I think on the next episode, you should talk about the time that you went to New York. We went to New York and you filmed 
Hope and Faith. And remember, there was a little fellow recording the um, Campbell Soup commercial. Um, John Lithgow. That's right. John Lithgow. John Lithgow, yeah. Yes, but it was fascinating how it all works, like how some people could eat, some people couldn't eat. I think you need to tell your little story next time. I mean, and listen, you get what? 22 cents in? Not that anymore. It's like four. It's really down to like four cents. It costs more to mail the actual check than the check is worth. From the SAC. From the Screen screen Actors Guild. Guild. You would think that those people by now would just be like depositing it into your account. Like, are they still mailing checks or what's the deal? Have we gotten one recently? Uh, No. That's how we used to know it had re-aired somewhere because that's what this SAC does is they keep up with all TV shows and what you're owed for. I wish you'd been on Friends. I love when people write in and like tell us this stuff. Like, because half the time, I would say 60% of what we talk about is not Probably True. right. It's yeah, not yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so something's off. You know, we're, we're on, we're on, we're on the right path. We are, but it's shaky. Sometimes it takes it a long shaky. fork around the road to get it there. Does. Yeah. It does. Uh, pot Pete, Pam Frazier, loved your tribute to Donna about your birthday in the letter. Very weekend. sweet. Uh, and also the football meme. She's talking about the, uh, the Georgia bulldog football meme that we included in the uh, wing in a you know, meme and a prayer uh, section, of the chapter of the letter. Please be disrespectful by checking game times before scheduling birthday parties, soccer games, weddings, and even funerals. That's right. During the college football. Season specifically, this meme to the George Bulldogs. I'm sure you can find it in any color with any mascot in the SEC, Big Ten, or wherever you uh, cheer for your team. Yes. Uh, let's see. Your Pam is in Grayson with a Lawrenceville address. I love that. Originally from Charlotte. I love Sundrop 2. We'll drive to the Ingalls in Gainesville to get some to quench mm. my thirst. Pam Frazier, appreciate your support of the podcast. And thank you for reaching out. I bet Pam's a cheerwine friend, too. The voicemail text line. Messages and voicemails and texts come straight to my iPhone. 770-464-6024, the letter, there's going to be a bonus issue this Wednesday, tomorrow, if you're listening on Upload Day, to remind you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And when you say subscribe, explain to people it does not cost any money. I think people think that. When you say subscribe, I think people think you have to That's just the word that they use. Remember, it used to be subscribe to podcasts, and then they shifted to follow. Follow, yes. Follow is It's not going to cost you any money. Not a penny right now. Uh, bonus issue of the letter tomorrow in your inbox right before you head to lunch, 11.30 a.m. Look for it tomorrow and look for a huge giveaway for the big launch of the third episode. Saturday nights drops at 6 o'clock Eastern. What length are those shorts that you're wearing? One fours. What's a one four? I don't know. Is that a 4.2? I, I, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't think you could pull off a 4.2. We talked about, you go back and listen to the front of the, this episode, Charlotte, I had a conversation about, about shorty shorts. And yeah. Short, you don't like my legs? I do. I just wonder what, what length those were. That's well, a good, look, look, that's look, a good look, length look, look, for look, you. Look, look what happened right there. They were, they were turned, they were turned up. I think it's a good length. Well, did you turn them up, try to make Not them shorter? Purpose. No, they just got Is that what you're doing? Now, I used to do that. I used to roll up my cheerleading skirt. All right. Used to work, used to what? Roll up my cheerleading skirt. Not, I mean, my not. Did when, you do that? Not for like college and stuff, but like in like when I was cheering for like the um, King Springs. Like I'm this like elementary school. I had already decided that my skirt was way too long. You know what I mean? Rolling that sucker up. Did, we, did they check or anything? Like the, no, because it's under your stuff? shirt. It's like what the Catholic girls do. Like or or the, if you wear a, uni- a school uniform, you roll up your your skirt because you don't want it like you know hanging down underneath your knees. The school does, but you don't. Right. Audio for this episode from Hardy and Big Loud Records, Morgan Wallen and Big Loud Records. Hardy? Where'd he come from? Well, you need to listen to the front of this episode. Morgan Wallen, where'd he come from? You need to listen to the front of this episode. Okay. Uh, also, the University of Tennessee, band and Southern Pride of the Southland Band, and Tom Petty's record label, I don't recall from last episode. And, MCA. Okay, and who was the, uh, uh, your, your people that sang about the, the token? Dingle and Stokes. Okay, That's, uh, we're done with audio credits. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. 
Production assistance from uh, Steve Mitchell, recovering from COVID himself. Yes, God bless him. Do Carl and Hans know that we're doing a bonus episode? They do now. I need to send an email. Okay. Matter of fact, yes. Tonight, okay. right, right now. Yeah. Um, thank you to Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta for uh, production assistance. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday and beginning this Saturday, Donna. Yes. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. <laughs>